Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here we go. Uh, big, big news here at Back Chat. Griffin Logue's in the house. G'day, Griff. G'day, fellas. Thanks for having me. No worries, mate. Now, I, we know it's a very long way along, you know, across the Swan River. Where no one lives up north. Does anyone live north of the river? <sighs> there's, there's a couple. Travi Coley is one. Lives in lives in Leadville, just around the road here. Does he? Yeah, good, great little spot. Might have to uh, have a chat to Trav. Good man as well, Trav. Mm. Is he well liked, you know, given he's north of the river? Because you're either north or south here. He's, is- he's isolated, it's the, <laughs> yeah, to say the least. But <laughs> he's a, he is very well liked, but yeah, a bit isolated. Now, I've slipped in a couple of questions there uh, before we do things. Now, I don't usually do that. The first question we always ask our guests. Now, we know you're a high draft pick. We know you've played some games for Frio. We know you're playing a very good role this season for the Fremantle Dockers. But here to tell you, we don't really care. Okay? Well, we do care. We love you. So we don't. Flag Mantle. Yeah. But. What's your greatest ever sporting achievement not on the football field? We don't want to hear about your footballing exploits. We want to hear what you can do with a bat, with a ball, with a an oar, with a racket, skateboard. I don't know. You can go as wide or as with weird a, as you um, like. A sword. What's what's that? Fencing. 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 No, I'm not quite the fencer, but uh, <laughs> you mentioned one of them with your oar. I was a pretty handy rower back in the day. Were you? Old man was a. Uh, was the coach, so it makes makes it a bit easier. But uh, didn't so have a choice. A you just got a game. Got, got a game, yeah. Got, got a gig through the coach, but uh, enjoyed it. Yeah, really enjoyed rowing through school. Um, can also, yeah, I can drop in on any half pipe you show me via, yeah, via like a that. skateboard. But really, a, dad built a, a little yeah quarter half pipe in the in the backyard when we were growing up. So I'd, I'd have a crack on anything that's oh yeah maybe my my hard maybe maybe a bit bit bigger than that, but any bigger I'd probably. All right, Tony, I'll set it down. <laughs> What what a cool dad. Cheers. Cool dad. Uh, I mean, Dan. Dan's Dan's achievement is took five for sixteen in the under twelves with Stewart Hill Cricket Club grand, grand final, final. Wow, on a hat trick. Yeah, okay. Couldn't quite get it done. Do you have an achievement? Okay, you're good at rowing. Okay, like whoop de doo. Did you win the head of the river? Did second, you, did second by a whisker. Second okay. by a whisker. Jesus, not many achievements to be honest. I didn't bullshit. No, no thing. No bullshit. No, no good with the bat and ball. I was terrible with the bat and ball. It's good. It's good enough for basketball. Flags back in the day. I don't know. Knocked back forty on the basketball. You've got something. I was the under nine state athletic hurdles champion. 
Under nine. <laughs> you went I fucking was. <laughs> Daniel Venables was as well, and he ran about half a second quicker than me 10 years later. Yeah, right. Um, oh, man, I'm trying to think now. I won, I won the Alco Cup for Guildford off my own boot, but that's about it. That's, there you go. That's, that's not a very big one. That's too too. What's the Alco really? Cup? I feel like Dan and I participate that <laughs> yeah, most, most weeks here at Backyard no, that's the, the uh, it's the PSA schools kind of mm. kind of cup. So Guildford's <laughs> first time we won it in uh, 57 years. I'll give him the half pipe drop in. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. No, that's an achievement. You don't, I can't sound, do it. You don't sound impressed with that. I'm impressed. You would I'm not scared be able, of, you would I, not I'm be too scared to drop in. Can't do it. Thank you to our supporters and our sponsors, Shelter Brewing Co. Got to apologise. Griff's a couple of days out from a game right now, so we've got him on the waters. Sorry, mate. Oh, good, mate. Uh, with a snapper <laughs> distillery. He doesn't <laughs> Can't have happy. one of them. <laughs> Can't have one of them either. Enjoy your sours, mate. Ma- Margaret River Roasting Co. Could have got you a coffee. Coffee would have been nice, yeah. Oh, sorry. That. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Blue bet. You did, you did actually comment on the coffee machine. Yeah, a couple of times kept like, up Sit down over here, mate. <laughs> Blue <laughs> bet. Uh, they look after us as well. And leadable cameras. Yeah. All of our gear, all of your stuff. You can actually get some good binoculars down there, Griff. You binocular fan, mate? Oh, not can't, can't, can't say I am. Bit of bird watching? But, um, yeah, it's good, good view from Leighton Beach. Actually, could have, could have got the sets rolling in. but You mm. surf? Yeah, yeah. It, well enough, yeah. yeah. I'd have, have a crack. Have you gotten a barrel? Yeah, plenty. Spend a bit of time in the green room, mate. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been in. The green I've been, I've been room. In. Kelly Slater, Tony Hawk. Shout, shout out Jesse Hogan here. He's uh, he he watched me get my first ever double barrel. So <laughs> double barrel. Not, not I'm, mate. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I, I don't believe it happened either. But it, Burley Heads Hub. There's me. There's me feet. Actually. Yeah. yeah there, there you go. go. Knew you get it. Swear, swear, to, swear to God. Just pull, pulled into this one thing. This whole bloke just let me go. Of with Burley Heads in, up in the hub, um, what was that? Two year, two and a half years ago, three years. Yeah, the one where we weren't allowed to do anything other than get double barrels down. Yeah. <laughs> Plain and simple. I've just seen this thing kind of steam over. It wasn't very big. Like I've tucked into it. I'm tall enough now, but ducked right into it. Kind of got through, popped through again, got through again. Looked around, see who was watching. Hogs didn't even see it, but I swear, I swear it happened. I ran up, ran up to the beach with just this stoke on me face, just running up to Hogs. Going, Did you see it, mate? Did you see it? Did anyone see it? <laughs> and did he? <laughs> he didn't see it. He, just, he goes, I believe you, but I believe you from the smile on your face, but sorry, mate. It's, yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. It's the double barrel. It's double barrel. That's claim yours. Absolute, absolute claim. All right, so you are a local boy from Kalamunda, Guildford Grammar. Yep. Happy to stay in your home state? Loved I mean, it, yeah. Could have gone anywhere. Yeah, I'd prepared to be uh, to heading off um, prior to the draft, obviously, they tell you whatever, and had a few meetings around the around the traps, but um, – yeah, ended up ended up here and yeah, Gigi Gannup actually is where I grew up, but Kalamata Junior, so every now and then, but Gigi Gannup that's uh yeah. Did you play footy for Gigi Gannup Footy Club? Uh Parkerville Darlington was our kind of closest one. What were they? The Parkerville Darlington Warriors. Warriors. The Warriors. The Warriors, yeah. Golden State. Shout out. <laughs> yeah. Hey? Dub Dub Nation. So okay, you do have some sporting uh blood in your lines, right? So it makes sense a little bit watching you play off the back of this. Andrew Vlahov, yes. uncle. Pretty handy, pretty handy on the court. Could play. Court. Could play, yep. Big six foot seven. He would have been 140 kilos in his prime, I reckon, as a big boy. <laughs> big, big Croatian blood, just, yeah, hustle and, uh, yeah, good defender as well. So does that make, does that mean you've got Croatian in you? Quarter Croatian, yeah. Yeah, right. So mum's dad was full Croatian, mum's mum's full Latvian and dad's from Australia. Yeah, so <laughs> your grandparents, Len and Eva. Yep. Eva, uh Latvian Australian. Yep. Australian Latvian, whichever yep. way you want to go there. Both track and field athletes. Correct. Len competed in discus, Eva in the long jump. 
both competed at the 1962 Commonwealth Games. Games. Yep. Confirmed. Did they meet in the village? That is the first thing that jumped off the page to uh, me. No, they met. Uh, they're both teachers as well. Both, um, yeah, they met somewhere through that, I believe. How good's that? Get going with your missus to the Con Games is yeah. competing. L- looking back, it's yeah, it's it's bizarre when I when I look back at it. But um, have you spoken to them about it? Like the experience? Like, uh, just yeah, I never actually got to meet the meet the granddad, but yeah. um, Orma, I call her now, Orma. So the the Latvian name for grandma, but um, right. She's still around and, and kicking on very strong. I think ticked over eighty a couple of years ago, but she she loved her. I loved the time there. I remember doing a uh, a school project on her when I was maybe year five or something. So I got the full detail, the full rundown, and and everything. Still fascinated by it. It's a good story. Yeah, it is bloody good. Um, so uh, and uh, I, I've I haven't written this down. Uh, your grandpa was national champion in the discus, discus yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. So. Fair, yeah, can fair, sport. Fair, the Logs <laughs> can sport. Good, good pedigree to come from. Um, yeah, I think that was the that was the Vlahov side. So the Log side, I don't know. Dad, dad was the role, but that's that's probably about it. Um, but yeah, I think Granddad's claim to fame, Orpa is what you call him with the yes. Latvian side, or whatever. But his claim to fame was uh, he, he was the only clean athlete as well back in the days. <laughs> uh, yeah. the, so he fought off all the blokes on the on the roids, but he was he was a monster, like kind of. Looks looks a lot like um, Pav actually, same size, same that kind of build, but big. You could see dis- you could monster. see Pav throwing a discus around. He, could, there, he would be able Tell to him yeah. throw it over there. He'd, he would. Were you ever good at discus? You look like a discus thrower. Oh no, nah, I didn't really dabble too spin, much in spin. Uh, Give it the, the, the wine. I can do all the technique actually. The only man that could know knew, knew the technique as well through footy was Stephen Hill. Stephen Hill would be your best decathlete in. He could he could seriously do that. that really, the fame, yeah. Hurdles as well. We touched on the hurdles before, but here yeah, you should see him. I reckon I'd teach him a thing or two. An, an, like an AFL decathlon would be good. AFL decathlon, yeah. like with AFL athletes, yeah, or yeah. some yeah. sort of rounding up each each club supplies one person, and it's like a national you decathlon. Go through the events, where you mean to go through like a goal kicking event? Oh, that's what I was nah, thinking. I was thinking more like. of a like oh. the handball, mono, event. mono and mono the job from yeah the spoil. Because <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> that's a real. That's a real one. Oh, I will start. I did see. Uh, uh, it hasn't been quite released. There, I won't. I won't. Yeah, you are featured in a upcoming. I reckon I know the one you talked about. Upcoming video yeah. on Backman that yeah. is very, very funny. I might add. That's coming up. Now, let's go back. So um, come through uh, school, Guilford Grammar. Um, coming towards the draft, uh, spoiler, you end up being a top 10 draft pick, but you're probably not slated as a top 10 draft pick coming into it. Um, no, no, nah. You go to the draft yeah. camp, though, and you completely blow it up. Blew it up. What? Yeah, claimed what? To, that's probably one of your claims of fame. <laughs> what happened? O- only reason I probably went top 10, to be honest. That so you won the, the beat co- test, 15-1. Top ten for repeat sprints, fourth in the standing vertical jump, which I just I find hilarious that we test for that. I don't know what that does. Standing still, jump as high as you can. Um, you you won the running vertical jump off your right foot. Don't know about the left. And then you came fifth in the three k time trial. You completely blew it up. Oh uh, yeah, I had a, had a crack. It was what I what I kind of built my career on so far, athletic ability. But uh, <laughs> mate, I'll, I'll I'll happily take the claim. But yeah, as, as you said, it was. Um, well, footy wasn't really on the cards for me through high school. It was kind of I finished my rowing um, after the first term at school and then I wanted to kind of continue with that post, um, post-school post and finish studying at school and then get into that and then, um, yeah, had a good um, year of footy at school and then uh, the combine came along, as you said, blew it up and <laughs> loved it um, and then it kind of clicked from there. Do you think it might have been 
the bright yellow singlet and your hair <laughs> that blew it up. I I'm, saw a photo. I, mate, it's a funny kit. Like, what do you get dressed? It's <laughs> the full tights, like. You look outrageous. Big hair. I look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and they would, I reckon they would just would have seen me going, look at this curly head jalopy just going like, what's he doing? At least oh, look at him. He's having a crack though. Yeah. Good on him. Looks yeah. fast. Let's, let's, go, let's go talk to him. He looks yeah. like he's trying. Is that what happened? Yeah. So clubs, you know, I'm assuming there was local interest, West Coast and Freo, but then you sort of go and have a big draft camp and then the interviews start coming. And Is that how that process works? Or I, Yeah, from memory, you kind of you get contacted a little bit throughout the year and then to get invited to the camp, I don't know what it is now, but you have to have interest from six clubs yep. or some, I don't know, they tick off, you know, whatever. But throughout that, like you, you go and have an event, like a beep test, whatever, and then you'll have the um, like a meeting teed up post and in between the days and stuff. And I'm, I'm pretty sure one of them, I declared I was going to get under th- um, nine, under ten minutes for the um, for the three k the, the the day before with one of the teams. I said, "What do you reckon you'll get?" And I'm like, oh, "I'll get under 10. Who? I can't remember the I can't remember the club, but um, they just said, "Oh, you, you reckon?" And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah, I reckon I'll get under 10. And then just kind of just scraped in because nine fifty eight. Yeah, just I remember the time. Just I remember looking up the clock, going, "Jeez, I've told these blokes I'm getting under 10. I thought, I'll keep be- running. I better get going. Keep running. Just <laughs> pointing at the crowd. <laughs> That's what it was, but. Um, honor. A long time, long feels like a long time ago now. But oh, think about how I feel. I was ten years before you, mate. I'm yeah. an old bastard. Fossil, so, mate. You're a fossil. Who were the um, <laughs> Who were the other top picks in that draft? The other, uh, other names? Oh, yeah, Andy Andy McGrath, Tim Taranto, Tim English was up there. Um, Do you remember them in the in the combine and seeing them as like, you know, <clears throat> were they dominating things as well, or did you sort of just excel at a lot of the different ones? Because um, I mean. Going from not really in a top 10 zone to getting p- picked in the top 10, you must have done something crazy. I don't know. That just seems like it. We won every fucking category. That's what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause I think because I didn't really start footy career, like take it seriously. Everyone had that, kind of done that that 16s to the academy. Yeah. You know that, uh, was it the Institute of Sport Academy? I think is it yep. National NAB Academy, whatever it is, but they still do it now. But I never really got involved in that. So there's a few kind of boys that were – Sitting that out, a few of them actually sat out the combine because they were they just played a game or I don't know all the all the big names I remember like kind of look past like they all sit in their jackets and stuff and um <laughs> weren't really in, getting involved and uh but uh yeah no I guess it was a good experience for me at the time and, and loved it. Can you give Griff a tiny bit of height on his mic if possible? Yeah, I reckon he's just a big look at him. He's a big big unit. I don't want to. I don't want him rolling into the game on the weekend, and we won't say when we've recorded this. But I don't want him rolling in with a hunched over back. No. And a couple of <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll know when you see how I pull up. So. <laughs> Cheers for that. Um, so you get drafted though. You go pick eight. Uh, you go to Fremantle. You get to stay in your home state. Um, Two team state. This one. Did you go for Eagles or the Dockers growing up? Uh, St Kilda, actually. Oh boy! For some for some reason, I couldn't tell you why. The main reason was was Nick Rewalt. Yes, it was. And the other man was Sammy Gilbert. Just loved him absolutely. Still, still my favourite player. To He's ever, a ripping to bloke, Sammy Ripper. Yeah, yep. I met him met him once. One of, actually another one of claims followed him on Instagram my second year and went. This is the time. Like, followed me back. Went. Oh, that was this like. <laughs> just Sammy Gilbert like used to had had like the number nineteen um, St Kilda top. Um, had everything, like loved it. The only reason I love um, my uncle, my dad's uncle converted me. He's like, was a Saints nuffy, but um, yeah, it's always loved the Saints and painful times through the uh, premierships with the, the replay and the, and the Geelong, Geelong grand final as well. But yeah, didn't looking back now, I can't believe I, I love the coach as much. But um, well, okay, so there's two connections to the St Kilda Football Club. So your first coach, of course, was Ross Lyon. Yep. 
but we'll come back to Ross because I want to speak about that man, Nick Rewalt. Oh, so yes. in the uh, Fremantle player profile on the website, here's some things from Griffin Logue. AFL club supporter as a kid, St Kilda. Probably should have read this before I asked if he went for Dockers or Eagles. Uh, all-time favourite player, Nick Rewalt. The player from another club you'd like most to watch, Nick Rewalt. Favourite sporting hero, Nick Rewalt. What happened when you first played Nick Rewalt? Can you remember? There was an incident. Yeah, yeah I, I, I do remember. And do you, do you think you should always meet your heroes? No, <laughs> no you, you should never meet your idols, ever. That is like- What happened? Don't even have heroes. What happened? Oh, it was a close game. Like we've, This is my fifth or sixth AFL game ever. Close game. We're at Subi Oval. Um, oh, someone has given away a free kick. It wasn't, wasn't even me. So I've just gone to pick up the ball. Nick Rewatts put his arms out going like, righty it, righty young fella, chuck it right here. So going, and did you think look, it's Nick, Nick Rewalt? Eyes, eyes lit up. Saying, Saint Nick, Nick, take it, take it, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Kick, kick the goal, I don't care, go for it. Not, not, not a freaky on me, it's not my goal, go for it, take it. Going to throw it to him and he's just put their hands out, looked past it, watched it fly down to the ground and he's looked straight at the umpire. It would have been Dow Geish at the time, I reckon. And just <laughs> look, at, look at him going 50 metres, should have gone to Tim Membry like, and I'm just going... You are kidding. Like it's Nick. Put, <laughs> it's, it's put him in front with like three minutes to go and it's literally lost the game for the team and I've just gone, oh, just after the game, Ross like went through the team, went through the thing, used to go through the team and stuff, go through the players and whatnot, but he just went, Griff, you got outplayed, son. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there going, you are kidding me. Like I remember it blew up a bit because the same thing, they brought up the pocket profile I'm just like, oh, what a – what an absolute mare. Shame on you. I literally never spoken to him before that, prior to it, after it, nothing. I just I just think it's the, <laughs> perfect, so let down. it's the perfect storm. He's grown up loving the St Kilda Football Club. Loved he's him. hero, he's idol. And this is the moment you first meet Nick. I assume you played on him a bit that game. Played on him a bit that game. Copped an elbow to the back of the head like first, first, first bounce, I reckon, went and roughed up. We're going after something, I can't remember, but – Going in like roughed up naked. I was like, oh, Nick. That's all right, Nick. All good, mate. All good. All good. But anyway, yeah. Probably didn't mean it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> ruthless, ruthless industry, as, as, as you know, mate. Is there, a, is, there, is there a pressure with being a high draft pick? Did you feel like a top, top 10 draft pick? Do you feel any extra um, pressure, either externally, internally? I think so, yeah. I think just deep down, always want to kind of provide the – the service that you imagine a, a top ten draft pick would would give, and there's been plenty along the years that have delivered and haven't delivered. And I think deep down, I still always wish that. Like my first couple of years were pretty slow and missed a few through injury and stuff, and always felt like I was indebted. And you get a bit like oh, worried that you're not going to kind of live up to it. But I guess at the same time, you come in and everyone's the same. Like we all get to play at the same time, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, there's a little bit of pressure to be honest leading into it. But now. I've, yeah, really I was going to say, does anyone ever sat you down and said that, it, like, literally as soon as you get to the football club, like, oh, I'm an absolute pleb, right, 50, 49 blokes taken before me, but I couldn't get, like, no one, no one cares in the football club. Any nah. sort of pressure is external. Sure. Yeah, but maybe, no, but maybe on yourself, though, like, I think on myself, yourself. I think I, on myself I did kind of because I was like, oh, geez, like, I've got I to deliver here, like, up until a couple months ago before the combine, I wasn't even, you know, yeah. anything, but... Um, yeah, it's all external. As you said, in, inside a club, Ross used to say, you know, 
birth certificates are out the window, like everything's the same. So just every man for himself kind of thing. But we're all a team and look after each other, whatnot. But I have heard that one from Ross Lyon before. I did wonder if he ever got people to bring birth certificates in and just chuck them out the window. I feel like that would be something Ross Lyon would be doing, yeah, would, metaphorically, but oh, literally. I reckon he actually would, to be honest, if, it, if, if he needed to. But What was he like as a coach? Um, oh, different, yeah. Had his had his favourites and, and whatnot. Um, can't say I was, I was one of them, but wasn't. You know, too far out of it, but we've um, heard that from. So we had um, Hayden Ballantyne on the pod, Michael yeah, Barlow yeah. on the pod, Shawnee McManus even. But you know, not that he's played under Ross, but the the, the reflections I get, he had his favourites and he had the rest. Yeah, well, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you kind of get pigeonholed when you come in, and and he kind of sits here where he wants to, in a way. But um, oh, he was pretty ruthless, and and looking back on it, it's pretty. And I guess every time I saw like a spray or like something, I was like. Phew. Have a go at that. All the boys would reassure me, say, mate, that's nothing. You should have seen what he used to be like. And it's like it kind of went down like that. So we kind of went down that road of um, more of the, you know, modern day kind of coach. And, um, yeah, it was awesome, awesome coach. Such an incredible football mind and, and learnt so much. But, um, yeah, it was, I can't say I enjoyed the, the most, all of it. A lot of it's, yeah, a lot did, of it's tough. Did you cop some sprays? Yeah, yeah, yeah plenty. Yeah, plenty. I was obviously – you, you might have, Griff reminds me of me a tiny bit. Not certainly a better player than I ever was, but I just reckon you were front and centre for a couple of sprays, perhaps. Can you? Is there any? Yeah, um, oh, I don't think it told me head. Not really. I think it was just like the constant kind of just uh, just roll, roll the eyes, like just was never <laughs> at you personally. Just never, never, never felt good enough. Like yeah, un, under him to be honest, and it was always. But it was always good because he always would give me the time of the day and, and tell me what I need to work on. It was just, I guess, you'd prefer that than not being spoken to at all. Yes, at, to a to a point. But um, yeah, wasn't didn't enjoy like all of it. But there's also plenty of times that I did enjoy under yeah. him. But sprays like actual brutal ones. Oh, I was maybe the first time I got dropped was probably the, the biggest one where I just went like, "Oh, you're kidding!" Like, <laughs> rough. He's like, that's that's taken it out of me a bit, but I played like um I played four games. My third game, I was I actually played forward, did all right, and was like really happy with it. Following game, we played we played the Eagles. Um, was forward for a quarter to sit on McGovern. Would have taken two early marks, and he's like, nah, that's it. After quarter time, you're going back to full back. You're going on Kennedy. I'm teaching you a lesson. Oh, oh no! It's like it's a rough lesson. What me? What is this? Twenty seventeen? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, twenty seventeen. So I'm eighteen, playing on JK at the time. Like you boys, boys were flying at, at the stage. I think we were getting pumped. Derby was like six, sixty points. Just what you want. Kennedy's ended up kicking six or whatever. They're all, all on me, and I'm just like, oh, what to do? Like <laughs> playing on one of the best forwards of all time ever. Like no worries. But um, I guess after the game, um. Didn't really get sprayed after the game. I think it was like a, a little review where he's kind of going through the the game. Um, everyone's in the rooms and kind of untying my shoelaces like real flat and just waited for me to stop. <laughs> stop, stop the speech. And I'm still untying my shoelaces. Waited for me to stop. And I've gone like, why does he, he stop? Look up and he's staring at me. And going, you'd want to be listening, mate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that <laughs> was like real singled out. But I was like, oh, here we go. And then the, the silence before it as well. Like, yeah, and you're yeah. busy doing something like, please don't be about don't me. Be, <laughs> don't, don't, don't be about me. But it's like, oh, but guess yeah, after that, like, you know, come in and get dropped for the first time, and it's just like. Yeah, I'm back to the twos, blah, 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 work on this. And it's like, at, at the time you're 18 or not, yeah, would have been 18, you're thinking about like, this is the end of the world. But looking back, like I can laugh at it now and all the experiences, but um, I guess at the time it's pretty pretty full on getting getting cut. 
Who gave it better, Ross Lyon or Camp Shepherd? <laughs> oh, shit. Jeez, there he is just an all-time isn't he? He's one of the best blokes going around. We have this in common. Love Shep. Played under Shep at yeah. Peel Thunder. So Cam Shepherd was the Peel Thunder coach. Yep. Uh, finished up at the end of last year. You played under him a bit. Yeah, yeah. Played under him a bit. Yeah, loved him. Actually, won a uh, famous waffle, waffle premiership under him, so it was always always good. Um Oh, he could dish it out, couldn't he? He was so funny. I, I absolutely loved him. He was one of the coaches I got along with, just loved, like, let me do whatever I wanted, just, or not in anything like that. In the just, game sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're just really, really, like, top fella. And a positive coach as well. Positive to, to the positive point. Positive to a point. And then, yeah, if there's, a, if there's a few blokes he doesn't like, doesn't like Ruckman, that's for sure. But <laughs> <laughs> I remember even him like him some real sprays like and this is at three quarter time whenever like you know the crowd all gets yeah, around yeah. and we you know has a look at the huddle so dare, yeah i was like in interning at um curtain had like a docker oh, tv right, yeah, thing, yeah, and yeah. that was a season when um when you played peel a fair bit and did you yeah, interview griff probably i reckon i would have at some point if you were if you had a good I, game. Obviously a me- I, memorable. I, I, I remember getting interviewed by you don't you remember <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this is in, in public where like the crowd is just standing around and here you're like he would dish it out I couldn't care. Yeah, I think the, <laughs> the funniest one I reckon was um, oh, he said one. He said one to Scotty Jones, who was yep. at, at Freo and um, East Perth. Yeah, East Perth. Yep. Yeah, um, he was. We came in at, at half time. There's a, ruck, a ruckman. Ruckman. Man. Yeah. Hate ruckman. Hate ruckman. Like, and he's a big Scotty Jones. Is a big ruckman. Big, big boy. fella. <laughs> and, uh, he's, he was Scotty was like getting the boys up and about, like going like, "Come on, boys, we have still got this. Like we're, we 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 got plenty more to give. Like let's go, let's go." And, Shep's coming. He's heard, he's heard him going around. He's like, Scott, look at you trying to razz the boys up. It's half time. You've had two touches. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, look around. He's like, oh, I'm trying to G the boys. Like, oh, just, he didn't like Ruckman Shep, but um, great coach to play under. Absolutely loved him. Uh, you'd, you'd be the same. Yeah, uh, like he was, you know, I, I spent uh, only, you know, half a year under him, but really good coach. Um, not the whole favourites and not favourites, but I, I really connected with him. He showed me a lot of respect. Again, not not that I was a superstar coming back, but had a lot of experience coming back and wanted to help me lead. And yeah, before I hurt my back, I was really like started really enjoying my footy down. I, I played, I definitely played one game with you. Yeah, yeah, Scoey to Goey. That was that was the game. Was that you played? Um, started calling Scoey to Goey. Is it? Played at East Perth. Perth and you, yeah, I think it was East Perth. Oh, that's you, right. You were grabbing out the ruck, kicking yep. snags from 55. Let's go, you to go. Got top Sandover votes that day. Yeah, it was. And so you should have. 10 Man, marks. I, was, I remember was 25, 25 touches. After a game one day, you, you were chatting for something and, and you said, mate, I'm going to Sandover this year. You were, you were I was saying that about. before I played last year. <laughs> I was telling people to get on me. All Shep, I will say, all Shep had to do for people to have a good la- year last year put, put was me play in me the in the ruck. ruck. Yeah. You don't like Ruckman. Play a backman in there. You saw it, mate. mate you yeah. can't deny it. No, I saw, I saw it first hand. It was like an extra extra midfielder, just a big <laughs> big body making his making his way through there, kicking snags. It was great. To what see. was I like as a teammate? Was I a good teammate? Great teammate. I actually looked after the Freo boys. That's why I think I'm actually. I feel like I am somewhat connected to Fremantle this year. I've been banging on about Flag Mantle and. Charlie's been enjoying that. You enjoying having Griffin studio today, Charlie? Oh, this is a great channel. <laughs> yeah, very excited. Very excited. But that's why I feel connected because, like, I was playing with all all those young boys um, throughout, like, you know, the first half of the year anyway, and under under Shep. And he, like, yeah, I agree with you. Cracking bloke. Can't Cracking. mention Shep without mentioning Blair Bell, the mayor of Mandra. You gotta you gotta love Belly, don't you? I have to. He's having a big year, Blair oh, Bell, as well. Huge year, mate. Put him he's, in the middle. They've put him man, in. He's run playing a as a ruck rover. Notched up a hundred. League games the other day, just one of the best blokes you'll ever meet. Big, big unit. Some some Peel boys are, are 
are fans of this podcast. Now, um, in that year, 2017, when you won the flag, you played about 50-50, about 13, 12 or 13 AFL games yep. that year, 12 waffle games, one of them being grand final. What are your memories of that year? Because some people look at it as a controversial year to some point. I think it was, was the it, last year before they right. made more of a rule to – They loaded up. Because the year before that that I got there, that also, also won with a with a yep. fair free contingent as well. So your year was there, but the guys that played had all played a fair bit of waffle that year, and yeah, I think we'd all played a fair bit of waffle. But there was, I mean, looking at the blokes now that were playing, like here, Luke Ryan, Sean yep. Darcy, Tab, Tabs played really, um, Subin, Daniel Pierce, Ibbotson. To name if you Josh DeLuca, like it was, everyone was kind of there was a fair few Coxie, uh, Tatum, the list goes on. It's actually a fair few looking and, at now. and Tom, fair Tommy, few that Tommy Sheridan, Leroy Jetty was there. Wow, it was great. It was a great team. So there's a fair few that are playing with you now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it was a great time when you're 18 and coming into the thing. You obviously didn't play as many um, uh, AFL games as you would have liked, and then they said, "Oh well, the season's done." Like Freya didn't make finals, so the season's done. But you guys are going to go and play. Peel, which was like at the time, it was kind of like, oh, like you know, would prefer to be a part of the AFL program, but yep. going through finals and obviously playing under Shep is was just great. Like, yeah, did you sort of experience. did you get together as a group? Because like, I, I know what it, how it works with you know AFL listed players coming back into the waffle and integrating that. It can be difficult at stages because you know they're on different training programs coming into that final series. Do you sort of get together a bit as a bit of a group and say, well, we're we're here now, we're doing it. Yeah, we're definitely, we're gonna try and win this. Whole it thing. got to the stage where like it was. Awesome. Peel came up and would train at Coburn a couple a couple of days a week, and like we actually didn't. We went down maybe for a lunch and a couple before the grand final. But other than that, like everyone was training together, like and we we're all like, "This is we're winning every game." And it was kind of like, "How fun's this?" Yeah, like, we had kind of had a four week period where through the finals leading into the grand final, it's like this is this is fantastic. Like I was absolutely loving it. Looking looking back, it was a seriously good experience because especially the mates that I was playing with, like still yeah. some of my closest mates now. Well, it's just interesting given that like six or seven of those guys you just named are all regular Fremantle players yeah. right now. And you're yeah, playing. definitely. Like being premiership teammates means something, whether it's a waffle or amateurs or it doesn't matter what it is. You must be connected with those boys. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it's um, – Like in the back there. line as well. Ryan yeah, Cox. Ryan Cox, like Tay, Tay Dooman. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, there's plenty to name a few, but um, really, really enjoyed it. And blokes that, yeah, I mean, obviously a bond's a bit different for a, as you'd, you'd be able to say for an AFL premiership, which w- wouldn't know yet. But um, I just, I, I just really don't think it would be that much different. If I'd have won the Peel premiership last year, it would have been just as special. It's, it's just because it's a different level. I, I don't really subscribe to the fact that okay, it's the top level and the hardest thing to do. Like that's still the level you're playing at. So yeah, you can't. I mean, yeah, you can't do anything enough. more. Yeah, still a flag. Still, oh, still claim it. Don't worry. Absolutely, that's, that's on. That's that's on the resume. Premiership sure. medal. You oh. know, you know where it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere. Yeah, the jumper. Yeah. yeah, never washed it as well. The jumper. The jumper's somewhere. It's somewhere tucked away in the wash. Just so. open the nostrils up. You'll be able to yeah. find it. You smell it. It doesn't <laughs> oh, mean washed. Yeah, it'd be terrible. I actually wouldn't get that dirty, mate. Is it? <laughs> well, no, I was going to say, I, how did you, how'd you play? Oh, and where did you play? I know your stats, by the way. So answer honestly. Where did you play? What position? Half back. Yeah. Kicked a goal. Mate, actually, this is the claim. Super The last ever goal on Subiaco Oval. Whoa. Do the stats. It was the last ever formal Australian rules game played, and I marked it 10 seconds before the siren, kicked it on the siren goal. So, and and then, then, then Subi got dragged down. Like, that's it. I think they played um, what international rules on it, but there was no formal 
um, fixture for a footy game after that. So the goal that brought down Subiaco <laughs> yeah, crumbled. Right here. Came crumbled off as the left foot. Came off the left, left peg, yeah. Good <laughs> kick. How far out were you? Oh, Talk I us through it. Uh, yeah, the closing, like we're, we're 10 points up, so it's, you know, it's close. Oh, yeah, so you're we shouldn't have won as well. Like it was wet um, for a little bit. We were behind and we kind of worked our way back in. Dawson had been injured. Zach Dawson played. He was injured in the first quarter, like snapped his ankle and we're like, we're in wow. a bit of strife here, and then worked our way back into it through Chef, like just grinding away. But um, <laughs> yeah, I kind of trickled in forward, um, followed. It was Clancy Wheeler at the time, following him in. Um, ball got kicked over his head a bit, just marked it there, and went back. No routine, never kicked, barely kicked a goal in, in a waffle. I would have thought, and then slotted it. Siren, little little dance shimmy at the end, and it was great. At, at what um, at what time this season? Um, you, you speak, you know, you were drafted as a backman, played a lot of time as a backman. At what time this season did you forget that that's what you are, a backman? At, at what point did you let oh. your soul sort of drift out of you a little bit and start? I, I don't think really? your, soul, your soul it never drifts after. Well, I hope not. I don't think it ever could, and I'll never, I'll never ever claim that I'm that I've, I'm a changed man. But um, I've got it, got it, got it in the arse for me how to go forward. But has, has it been fun playing as a as great, a forward? Great, yeah. mate. It's yeah. Knowing that you're not going to wake up the next morning and, and Buddy Frank's not kicking another six on you. It's a, <laughs> oh, it's been, I've been sleep, sleeping like a bear lately, so it's been really good. And then first first time back, you get to go wake up, play on Kerno, Marvel, four goals. You're like, oh, this is good to be back. How good is this? Like, it's a tough tough life of a, of a backman. But, um, yeah, it's, mate, it's, forward's just phenomenal. You get to go in, make a contest. If they, if you make a contest, no no one cares. Like, well done. Correct. I've do, been banging on about this for ten years. Do that in the D fifty. It's that, like as you should, mate. You're a backman. Make it make a contest and Harvard. And if you get marked on, it's a goal against. Like correct. Make so, one so, mistake in the back line. Someone someone goal. marks it on you in, in forward fifty. Man, the they got to get through eighteen people before they kick a goal. <laughs> someone marks you in D fifty. It's going straight over your head. It's a goal. You so. get out marked as forward. Just man the mark. Be, be active man, on the mark. Man, oh, man, man the mark and chase and touch. You don't even have to be active stand, anymore. You just stand. stand, stand and chase out. Envy out when you can, but. It's a different life and, oh, geez, I'm, I'm happy I found it so far, but, um, yeah, I hope they keep me there. So we spent a bit of time on this podcast dissecting, uh, I think it was your first goal for a little while. You ran in, kicked a great goal, bit of a bit of a Joe the Goose out the back. Yeah. Went to celebrate with your teammates. Yeah. I reckon, oh, about two seconds <laughs> into the celebrations, <laughs> you've seen a brawl up on the wing and you ran faster to the brawl than you did to kick the goal. Yeah, it's pretty – it's fu- funny vision, though. They got bought up in, like, post-game with um, our trademark kind of stuff. Positive? Yeah, they loved it. That was kind of like, oh, don't know, don't like – not like I went and did anything. Like, no. Not, not like you do anything in those scraps. I find them so funny, but – Always just yell out, I gotta fly the flag, gotta fly the flag. I sat, whoever I'm kind of getting into, um, they'll look at me like, come on then, mate. And they got real serious. Look, I'm like laughing, like, come on, what are we really gonna do? Yeah. Like, you really wanna fight, let's fight, but we're, we're not gonna get six weeks, so let's just muck around. I was like, fly the flag, fly the flag. And it's always like kind of fun to do all that, but it's funny vision that I, was, I remember looking at that and just going, you idiot. Like, what you? I think someone's about to give you like a big high 10. You just looked away. I've dogged Lobby. <laughs> Rory Lobb's come up and gone like, cold. I'm just going, off I've kind of stretched, but um, oh, it's always good kicking goals. Jeez, it's good fun. It's you're celebrating kicking a goal is it's a bit better than celebrating a spoil. I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Correct. But yeah. I will say I would like to see that come in a little bit. So given that only yeah. one of us sitting in this table is playing elite sports still, um, yeah, Dan Not still me. plays netball yep. on a Thursday night. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you could bring a bit of celebration around spoils back, we would appreciate it. Oh, 100%. I mean, NFL defence 
do it. <laughs> like, oh, they, they knock, they knock a pass out and everyone off. gets around them. They do that on the third down and then they go for it on the fourth and there's a touchdown against going, Well, that was worth celebrating, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it, champ? So. Um, what, uh, what I was going to ask was, how's your goal kicking been? Because you haven't, you know, when you're a backman, you, you, you know, train every week, you spend a lot of time as a backman, you know, one-on-one matchups, you know, ball coming at you, that sort of stuff. You flip over to the forward line, you're going back kicking set shots. Have you put some work into it? I think that's the one thing, looking at it as a watching forwards, like, look at these blokes, go on, mate, just kick it through the big and sort it out later. Like, yes. Don't really see it as much of a skill, but when you get there and you've, you know, you've got a joey out the back and you're actually tired and you're like, your legs legs are tired, you're tightening up a bit, go back into your routine and it just gets like, it's actually pretty tough. I've got nothing but respect for blokes who just nail them consistently. So yes. done it, yeah, put a fair bit of work into it now and you don't want to get too much where you overthink it or anything. It just, yeah, it's, see how I go if I, next time I get one, but I feel like I've worked it out now enough. Do you think if um, you had a, a target in the, the stands, like someone to kick, like you would be more accurate for forwards? Like an umpire's hat. Sometimes they tell us to aim, aim for the umpire's oh really? hat. Because like if you've if you got a teammate 50 metres away, you'd probably get it pretty close, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Everyone's got there, yeah. Yeah. But like it's just funny that kicking in between the goals. It sounds like you're telling him that it should no, be easy. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying like is it like because it's part of the mental aspect of it, like – Kicking straight. I've called goals. goal kicking 100% luck, 0% skill. Because of course, you're trying, <laughs> of course you're trying to kick a goal, right? Yeah. But you don't kick it every time, do you? No. Nah. So I sometimes mean, it just you, comes off nicer. The as most well. the most skillful players in the league in the world can miss goals. So mm. it's got to be luck for mine, to be honest. Yeah. Put, no, don't, right. don't agree with me. <laughs> don't I'll, agree with I'll, me. I'll say that a bit of luck comes into it, but geez, you look at the blokes who, who nail them consistently, and that's not luck. It's you know, it's just. Hard work spoken like, That's spoken like a forward. You've played on some – let's talk about your back backline stuff this year. You've played – you've had some big matchups. Jeremy Cameron, Geelong, um, in Geelong. That was a really big win for the footy club. Great game, yeah. Charlie Kerno, um, good player, I assume. Great player. Good um, fellow as well. Who's some, yeah, who's some other matchups? And I was going to ask, do you, like, you seem like a little bit of a talker on the field. Do you talk to players while yeah, you're playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think – Talk to them rather than like get stuck into them and sit there kind of bashing away. They're always a bit nicer to you and they like, I don't know. I think it takes the edge off a bit. I think I think it does for me anyway. I mean, I'd always find it harder to kind of run and put an ether or something if they've been talking to me, asking me about my day. So it's small stuff. Like I'll, <laughs> really? I'll ask, about, I'll ask about anything like if they've recently come to a new club, like, hey, you like it up there, mate? You're really enjoying your time, blah, blah, blah. But nothing like, nothing too bad where I'm in their ear the whole time. Like, <laughs> well, you have to dinner tonight, mate. Yeah, like nothing, nothing too bad like that. I just kind of. Try and, try and get along with them, but there's blokes that like give you nothing. You're just like, oh, fuck you then, mate. Like, fine, let's just – I'll put an elbow in your back for, for every every minute of this quarter then. Like, some blokes don't say a word. So you can switch it on. I don't, this is really interesting. I, like, I, I haven't played with too many backmen that are – like, it just seems like a good bloke thing to do, just have a chat. So no. you, you can have a chat, and if they're chatting, you, you're like, oh, all good. But – if they if they stonewall you a bit, you have. If they stonewall you, then I'm happy to kind of just say like, "Oh, go on then, like, yeah, let's let's, go. let's have a crack." Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna be a dickhead, like, you think, if you if you think you're too good for me, then, then you know, let's let's go. This but, is good. I never, I never heard. Oh, of you like what, that. what were you like? You would have. Oh, I was just a dickhead. I was, <laughs> I, I was the dickhead. If yeah. you if you as a forward came up and asked me like how how was I enjoying my time at West Coast, I literally would just be like. What, mate? Like, yeah. smack yeah, it. Barry Hall. I was, I was the dickhead. There's been yeah. a few times where it's been shut down pretty quickly, especially like, um, geez, I reckon it was 
um, I would have been buddy, I reckon. I've gone up and just been like, what's going on, mate? Like, how, how are you? Nothing. I'm like, yeah, good. Cheers, mate. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> I like, looked at his boots and I'm like, they look comfy. Like, they're, they're good. I was like, the, the, te- the tempo's any good? Like, they're nice. He's like, mate, I'm not doing this. If you want to come stand next to me, I'll get you on the big screen, but don't don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just went, yes. Went, yeah. I'll catch you fair, 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 fair enough. And then, like, finally kind of cracked down the wall. I said, you're not even the best left foot I've ever seen on the field. Brent Guerra is because he played a bit with um, Gooey was Brent Guerra was like the assistant coach and he, just, and he just looked at me oh Gooey <laughs> gave a little bit, was a little, little bit of a crack on it. I'll leave it at that best quit, friends now quit, quit, quit while I'm ahead what he, about he put six he put six of me that day anyway but. <laughs> Adam Simpson sent me to Buddy Franklin one time I think it was it might have been actually Woosher and he was playing for Hawthorne and he looked me up and down I was running down at me he looked me up and down and started laughing and then looked up to the coach's box and pretended to call Woosher it was like, Wusha, this is the best you got down here, mate. Well, I want to come get your little child. So I'm about to kick 10 on him. Hung up the phone. Kick date. Kick date. Yeah, yeah. sweet. Yeah, perfect. Oh, so, Cheers, so, yeah. It's, uh, so we should. I think the same thing happened. My first year, I've gone I've gone and stood on, stood on Buddy and he's looked around to Stevie Hill and just gone, Steve, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> so looked up like, oh, Buddy Frank, like, yeah, how good. Back shoulder, like. Yeah. What about um, Aaron Norton? Because did you guys play much together at um, Peel? We had a few games together at Peel. Yeah, it was when he was a backman still. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, I think he nearly played in the grand final, but um, Got dropped. I think Shep Shep dropped him. Yeah, Shep wow. dropped him for for Coxie. I think it was Coxie had missed a few weeks with a didn't play the prelim or so, yeah, Dawson. So he played. He played in the qualifying, but that was it. Didn't yeah, play. Got yeah. dropped for the prelim. Yeah. That's what was, it was. Was he – like, he's going to turn into – have you played on him this year? No, Norton? not yet. I mean, we've spoken to a couple of people that have – a couple of people – Don't really want to either. Nah, he looks like he could be one of the greats. When you were back, playing with him back then, was he – did you look at him and He think, was good, yeah. He played – Um, I played uh, under-18s. He was like a bottom major and he was down in the back back line and he was, he was good, like big, solid – and then just could juke it, run off, read it really well. So, mm. yeah, he's, it looks like every year is going to explode. He just keeps getting better and better, doesn't he? The Hub 2020. Gold Coast. Yeah. How how, how was loved that it. other than getting double? No. <laughs> loved Sounds it. like you did. Loved it. Double barreled. Never forget. But um, <laughs> I loved it. It was kind of like different demographic bet- between us and um, – well, at, between – We're, yeah. We're, We're in the same hotel. Yeah. We're in the same hotel for the first one. The uh, What was it called? Royal Pines? Yeah, yeah, the Pines, yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, we had like maybe three or four of us of the Freer boys had kids and then everyone else was kind of like kids, like, we were like you know, 21 to 25, playing poker every night. Um, yeah, heaps of FIFA, heaps of like – it just felt like I was at boarding school kind of thing and I, yes. I loved it. We, I think we didn't play too really good footy but it was kind of all we could handle at the time and um, I loved it and I reckon it was great. Neither do we. I, I, I remember one time we had, we had like a, it was a, it wasn't a Sunday session. Oh, I don't play anymore. It was a Sunday session. Um, pretty much like we played, and it was like, you know, bring some drinks down to the tennis court and just, you know, if we we're back home, we'd probably have a few beers back home because we couldn't leave the hotel. The club kind of said like, get around. Anyway, we weren't we weren't going that well. It was meant to be a bit of a circuit breaker, like. Have beers, get some shit out, you know, footy club. And I, I reckon I walked past you, Griff, or a couple of Freo boys anyway. I had a slab on my on my shoulder. <laughs> These boys are going up to do an ice spin. <laughs> I've got like party shirt on, slab on my shoulder. Hey, fellas, how are you? Did, did you get that 
perception, perhaps? Uh, I remember, <laughs> maybe yeah. just that day. Just Got, that day. Maybe it was just that day. But, no, I think from, yeah, from memory, you boys were allowed to be off the leash a fair bit. We were pretty, yeah, pretty strict still. Just down the belly, you get then. barrels. Pretty much, yeah. I think I did – I hurt my toe in that – Couple of weeks in, so I was out for the rest of the year after like the fourth or fifth round. That's or right, yeah. T- turf toe, so I was just walking around, just trying to look busy, like <laughs> get around the boys as much as I could. I was just there to like get the boys up. But you've had some injuries in your career, yeah, terrible, weird ones as well. No, no, not really any terrible ones, not yet. But like one touch wood, yeah. Like what? Uh, the turf toe, that's weird. Second year was a congenital foot disorder where I had a spare bone off the side of my fifth metatarsal. It's called a Vesselanium. It's like a sixth toe. That's what it sounds nah. like to me. Well, pretty much. So you had but six toes. <laughs> but it was low. It was like West will love that. It was halfway up my foot. I've still got a nice scar now. Um, so it's just like kind of spare. And then it would rub, rub, rub on my tendon. Um, and then. It was horrible. Yeah, it was terrible. It was so sorted. Like I only had the spare bone my whole life and then kind of got aggravated once I kind of picked up the load. Heard it in second year of preseason. Missed the whole year. Like right. plain and simple, done. Third year, a couple hammies. Then. Played out the rest of the year. Fourth year was the toe. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe fifth. Yeah. And then fifth year, a few hammies again, and then nothing so far. Been did, smooth sailing. Yeah. Did you do you feel like you got some consistency? Put a full preseason in. Yeah. Well, every year I kind of would get a full preseason, then something would happen. Like obviously the toe, a few hammies, or a foot, and then then I think I just kind of grew into my body a bit more and um, stopped. I don't know. Stopped growing. I reckon I always felt like I was kind of still growing a little bit, but just feel a lot more comfortable in my body now um, and got a bit of continuity and loving it. And what's the group like to be around now? Winning some games of footy, you know, mindful that you're still playing. I don't want to get too much into it and give the West something to write about, but it must be must be a good group to be part of. You know, yeah, it looks definitely. externally like you're a really connected group. Yeah, everyone's a similar age as, as I've touched on, and especially down back, we're all real close mates, like really close, where I'd see them as like, my top mates, yeah, in the world almost, you know, because I've yep. got so many around the world. But, <laughs> um, but really, Definitely yeah. your best mates in Perth. Yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> They'd be up there, but yeah. Could have a few around the joint. But uh, no, really um, really tight group and um, it hasn't really – we haven't really been a part of it myself and it's six years in where we haven't really been in the top half of the of the ladder at all. So to be, you know, top four at this stage or wherever we are, but it's, um, it's great fun and it's mm. obviously – Makes it a lot more fun and all worth it when you when you're winning games because I oh, I don't I hate losing. What about you, yeah? Also, do you have a um, a name for the the back line? No, no. You got you just, one, I think we were the Bulls. Oh yeah, we, we we had this we had this. It was one of those like a trademark day, like making your own identity. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, so yeah. all the all the lines go away and yeah. um, got to come up with a like a symbol for your for your line. Yeah, so um. The midfield goes away and they speak about um, guys that have done it well in the past for them. So Drew Banfield was a midfielder before he was a backman and his nickname was the Trojan Horse. So they sort of put a big picture up of banners, you know, played in two premierships. He was kind of like the guy. The Trojans, right, the mids of the Trojans. The backs come in and um, (laughs) – who the, led it? Who led the, like the kind of yourself? The, no, 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 no. I was pretty young at that stage. You know, like sort of the Shannon Hearns and Bo Waters, Sam Butlers, those sort of guys. We come back, we talk about different animals, right? We're like, let's come up with like most the, the scariest animals, like the lion. It's like, nah, like, yeah, king, king of the jungle, right? But it's not really what Backman do. It's like bulls, like just straight ahead. Straight line. Take everyone on. Don't yeah. get in their way, like – 
bull in a china shop, like, let's go. The bull's like, you're not fucking with a bull, right? Yeah, you wouldn't. So bull. And like th- that proceeded like proceeded like a bunch of highlights and we'd like, before the highlights had come up from the weekend, it'd be like like a Spanish bull arena and they'd just like show the bulls running around and then it'd like mould into the game on the weekend. Anyway. it's <laughs> great. Not the story. Yeah. The forward line, right? The, I, I think the dumbest group at any football club, the forwards. They're very vain. They like the mirrors. Yeah, they like kicking goals. They're always a weird mix of people. Weird. It's like I've played a little bit of forward and I went in like forward meetings and stuff. It's just strange. They've come back with – so the Trojans, the Bulls, they've come back with feared. Just like a – what is that, a verb? No, what, what, like it's, a, it's not a thing. Adverb, like it's it's it? like they've come out with feared. Like what? What do you mean, boys? Like how, how do we how do we put that in like an image? Like we've got an image of a bull. The Trojans have like the genuine Trojan horse. Like how do you draw like the a scared, feed? A scared little boy or something. So they just completely cooked. They went away, cooked it, and so how, we had to change they, it. How to, long did they go away? Had for? to change like probably days. They yeah. came back. With had feared. to change it. The feared, and then they had like a grim reaper as they're like just completely butchered it. Does that surprise you? A forward line? No, kind of, it yeah. doesn't at all. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, They're all for themselves. Forwards. Talking about that though, first year, I think as a forward, you had a mark of the year contender. Whoa. Correct or not correct? I don't think Charlie, so. Charlie, correct or not correct? Mark of the year nom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was it good? Tell us about it. It was good. It was a good grab. Talk us through it. Talk us through it. What game was it? It was against Sydney, I think. Or yeah. Or the Saints. Oh, you've written this in here, so you tell us about it. Have I written all the details? Actually, <laughs> I no, I, I know the one. It was a against the Gold Coast. A bit of a Nick Raywalt type. No, no, it was, it was as a backman. Hang, I did it as a backman. It was a back of the flight job. Back of the flight. Yeah, that was it. it wasn't oh. wasn't any contact. I remember getting nominated for it. When, what you reckon? Oh, really? I think it was just a real slow week that week okay. in, in the marking. I think I've got it here. There you go. Yeah, it is Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Oh, you've come back from a long way back. That's not Mark of the Year nominated. <laughs> oh, so, that's, that's what I said. That's so I mean, that's it. That's the one. Actually, you know that's. That that's, is, he- that's head back. The only reason it looks good is because your hair yeah. Yeah, is out, right. right? It's just – you had some length back in the day. Great length. Just didn't didn't cut it, do, do anything with it. Washed it oh, every now and then, but don't know if I'll ever get back to that kind of length. Um, can you see yourself staying as a backman this year or are you going to be a bit of an Adam Hunter type set up, forward, back, a bit of both? I think it's happy a, to play both ways. I think ways. it's a swingman job this, this year for me. Okay. Enjoying it. Um, it's good kind of flexibility, I guess. Yeah. Good look for the team enough, but – it's fun for me. I do love you, it. Do you find it difficult mindset-wise going into a game as a forward as a back? It's, it's different. Yeah, I think, well, the joke, like what I always joke about is literally you sleep better as a forward because you don't have to stress enough about yes. it, but it's true. Like anyone that's been a back or played a fullback, it's pretty stressful like when you wake up and knowing you have to play on someone. But but to play well as a forward is, I would say, harder than 100%. playing well as a backman. No doubt. Playing well as a backman, you beat your man, I right? You Which get, is difficult, but it's also, it's, it's a, you just beat your man. More consistent, I think, and more... I think the forward, it, a lot of it depends on how our mids are going and how the, the team's going. Like if you're losing and it's – imagine being – it's a wet day, you're getting smashed. You know, full forward, I reckon it's not fun for anyone. Side to side, oh. empty out. Oh, just outlets. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> no, thank you. But I think, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it, mate, to be honest. And it's – um. Yeah, it's good fun. Well, we thank you for taking some time away from your very busy busy schedule, Griff, but we've come to the part of the show which I know you're here for, social media. Yes, that's right, social media. My last name's Schofield. Blend them together. Is that what it is? I get it. Social media. It right. is It is one of the great segments in podcasting uh, land, not only nay Perth, Australia, the world. Social media. Yep. Did, 
Did you send the forward line back to come up with that name or? <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> the feed. So social media is where our audience asks you the questions. And I will say this is the most rapid fire social media we've ever done. Forgot to put a post up that you were coming in. Our fault, not yours. But I will say the response that we've had on socials, tell you what, just like you blew up the draft camp in 2016, you've absolutely blown up social media. Are you surprised at that? Oh, yeah, I am. What I was surprised, well, before we start, what I was surprised with was the quality of your Wikipedia page. Now, we don't just <laughs> use Wikipedia to research, but it's a good starting point. It gives yeah, us right. the game played, gives us a few moments in your career. It had sweet fuck all. I, I actually think you may need to submit a few moments <laughs> yeah. from your career in there. It gave us nothing. That's it's good. It's, it means yeah, it means I did the right thing when I when I uploaded it myself. I guess <laughs> Jared, Jared Oporst. Uh I think so. So the question: uh, Why did you steal a can of kidney beans from my mum's shopping trolley four months ago? And when she asked what you were doing, you said, "I like beans." It was an odd day. Oh, is, is that, that is that I wish, made up? I wish I wish there was truth to that. But oh, Jared, Jared, Kenny Vance, Jared Opal. Come on that's, now, that's random. Classic Jared. Live underscore Floro. Um, what's the most ridiculous thing that's happened on a footy trip? A footy trip's big at Freo. You guys go nah, trip not culture? like not strict ones where we all get together. Yeah. I mean, the first couple were disjointed just through waffle and AFL, as you said, not the not being on the same page. Um, most ridiculous thing. What about locations? I oh, know. I just I'm, I'm asking you other questions because it's always a hard question. Now, tell us the funniest thing you've on a footy trip. It's hard to come up with. Where have you been on footy trips? The only one that we've actually gone away with, and there's like there was ten of us maybe. We went to um, Bali, Seminyak, and just lived in Oof. lived in La Favela for three days, pretty much. <laughs> See Jordan Degali. Don't, don't answer that. Yeah, don't no answer com- that. No, no comment. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> uh, Guy Prentice. Uh, can you beat Mundy in a one v one marking contest? Yep. <laughs> Done. No brainer. No brainer. Tell us about tell us about your sparring partner over at, you know, whatever it is. Young bull, your old buck. Young young buck. <laughs> old bull, bull, young buck. Yeah, but, sorry. Oh, they all, is that good fun? You enjoy yeah, that? Love love it. Um I thought it was initially I honestly thought it was gonna be a one week thing, like once one off. Because I was on the massage table, like vulnerable in the massage table was where you're kind of half asleep, get a tap on the shoulder from Barra. Hey mate, got a question for you. Would you like to uh do a podcast with me? Like, yeah, all right. <laughs> when? Uh, it's just this Arvo. Just come and have a chat. I'm like, all right. Uh, just woken up. And then and then it kind of took off. And, well, not took off, when I say, but um, got enough traction where they wanted to keep going. And, yeah, it's good fun at the moment. I saw merch floating around at one stage. I mean, yeah. it's gone from massage table conversations massage table to merch. merch. <laughs> well done. <laughs> isn't, isn't that a good lifeline? Do, do you want a little sub-podcast? We'll call it massage table conversations. <laughs> Put a little mic underneath <laughs> in the little. Just the, imagine the camera angle, like just the face. Straight there. Can, can, he, can, can, can he play four hundred games? Can he just keep playing? Yeah, he's played he three sixty six. Mate, he can. He's a he's a nutter. How he can do that? I mean, how you just find the drive after eighteen years of preseason? So oh, I don't know how, but we must love it. We had Dustin Fletcher on the show a couple of weeks ago, and. He played twenty seasons, and he's he probably seasons. probably could have played twenty one. He, he said over, over twenty three, exactly. Games. Yeah, he's, geez, he'd be happy with that bang on four hundred. Yeah, you? it was. He told the funny story that he's actually three nine nine and a half because his last game he got subbed out at half time by Hurdy because he hurt his groin. Nah, count it. But yeah, correct. Med, med sub, med but, sub. But we asked him about Monday, and he said he thought he could play four hundred. But you're quite close to him as well. I think he can. Um, Unreal. Looks after himself. Never really. Runs too fast as well. He couldn't run out of sight in a week, the poor bugger. But um, nah, he's yeah, he's holding on to it really well and 
excelling. I mean, last year was you know leading the Brownlow for the first couple of weeks or something. So <laughs> yeah, he's, thir- he's like thirty six years old, just leading the Brownlow. <laughs> if he had won that, I would have found where the celebration. I would have got right around that. I mean, so huge, yeah. Um, he seems like a good good bloke. Great too. fella, yeah. Real wise head, but um, yeah, forget that he's still. Even though he looks so old and is so old, you still forget he's like one of one of the boys. So it's um, yeah. So it's always good to see. Short for Decker. Uh, biggest undercover character in the team. Who are the glue players? Who brings it's, everyone together? What oh, brings everyone together? Um, uh, poor, geez, I had to float myself there. I reckon. Oh, a good. Um, yeah, good. Good joint. Like good joint between like you know different demographics from obviously close to the old Foss, the thirty-seven-year-old to the the first years. Get around all the boys. Myself, uh, Blake Hakers is pretty good at it. Andy Brayshaw as well would be another one. Um, Alex Pierce, but I'd definitely be the best. Very good. I like that. I good, like to put it. himself straight out there. It's leadership material right there. Mm-hmm. Who should be the captain? Me. Mossy underscore P. Uh, oh, it's a bit of tongue-in-cheek, I believe. Would you like to play forward or back for the West Coast Eagles? <laughs> Don't answer it. Caden <laughs> underscore Brunkhorst. Uh, Griffey legend. There you go. Good start. Thanks, Caden. Who is the biggest bro- – uh, who is the biggest bromance at the club? Um, if you weren't a footy player, what career would you be doing? So two questions. Two questions. Cadence. Biggest bromance, uh, yeah, Luke Ryan and Brennan Cox, inseparable. Yep. On field, off field. Great fellas, funny, hilarious blokes. They lived together, no? They did for five years. Did they get sp- were they the two that got split up because of COVID? Wasn't there, wasn't there people getting split up at Fremantle, getting moved oh, out of houses? They did initially, yeah. There was and guys then, that were in the same lines that were probably like every 22 players that they were moving players around. Yeah, yeah. It's a fair bit of – Taking it quite serious down at Fremantle. Yeah, I'm not well, saying they haven't taken it serious at West Coast, but Fremantle. They yeah. they were right onto it, mate. But sharing with Marson? Not doing that, are you? You're not sharing with Marson, are you? No, mate. Sorry. No, I, I, just, I heard some rumours. No. Not allowed to share with anything. On sharing clothes on? No. No. Wow. Happy no with clothes, that, no mask. Happy with that? Interesting. Perfect. Yeah. Jackson <laughs> Bertoli. Oh, no, what, what would your career be if you weren't playing footy? Was that the other question? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, a- actor. An actor? Nah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told I should get into acting. Who's told can, you that? Can, mate, plenty of people. Mom. Can do impersonations like like no other. Can. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. This goes for me. He's going to have to look. What's your go-to? I can do impersonations yeah. oh, like no, no other. No, it's not, it's to, no, it has to be like on the, on the run. Yeah. Like, Cam you know, Shepard. No, it's... It, <laughs> If something happens like with, with movies and stuff, but no, no, no. Probably uh, I'd love to own a cafe and, and run one of them and I've always thought that's a great idea and the idea of it, but I know how much hard work it would be. And you could do a podcast as well. You can come work under Back Chat Studios. You can bring – I saw Old Buck, Young Bull. You did it. Huh? You can bring Old Buck, Young Bull. Old Bull, Young Buck. You said you did it. <laughs> you I'm confused. You. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm too. Con- I'm concentrating on back chat. Chat back. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, that is disrespectful. That is disrespectful. I, do, I apologize. I do. It's not that bad. Chat back sounds all right. Yeah, actually, yeah. quite good. You could run chat back. Deal. Yeah, massage table conversation. <laughs> Jackson Vitoli underscore. Uh, how did you deal with being a whipping boy, so to speak, and being in and out of the team through your early years? How does it feel to have locked a spot inside now? Sort, sort of touched on that a little bit, but like, and that's that's self-described whipping boy. Whipping boy, yeah, I didn't say that. That's, yeah, thanks for that, mate. That's from Jack Jackson. I just because I said chat back once, but <laughs> uh, um, oh, just still dealing with it. To be honest, it wasn't till four weeks ago I got dropped. So, um, 
wouldn't say it's cemented just yet, but <laughs> thanks for th- thanks for saying it's cemented. I, I hope everyone else is listening. But uh, oh, it's pretty tough when you're in and out. Obviously, um, yeah, it's not not kind of the continuity that you want and the confidence that you want. But um, I just got to keep fronting up. Corey Law. Oh, look, I don't know what this means. Yeah, I'm just going to say it has it's written. Why does Brayshaw look like George Shrinks? It's George Shrinks. I don't know. I thought you might know, Charlie. Oh, Charlie knows. No, I looked this one up because I was confused by it as well. It's some kid's show about <laughs> like oh. a kid that's like really small. Google it, please. I uh, like, I'm bringing George up Shrinks. a photo now. Okay, good. Have oh, a look, we can't say that. Hang on. Dan's got it. Hang on. Yeah, Dan, Dan, I can just show them what he looks like. George Shrinks. I don't know if the resemblance is there, but... It's actually not bad. It's actually not bad. So George Shrinks has got dots for eyes, and he's got jet black hair. Yeah, he's got a little mouth, strong hairline. Yeah, happy with it? Yeah. Take, can you take it back to Andy for us? Just put it to him. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're yeah. the glue guy at the club. Just take it back to him. Just George just say, Shrinks. George got something for yeah, you. Yeah, sure. Not don't love it. Don't Mr. love Mark it. There, who was that? Uh, that was Big Corey. Corey Law. Troy Nababan. Um. This is Troy. So, who has better hair, Alex Pierce or the guitar player on top of Optus Stadium? Oh, this is that is uh, from sh- Troy Schnabberhan. Sh- I'm just saying you. his name. Uh, oh, probably the bloke on top playing the guitar. I'm just really getting sick of Alex's hair. Really? Yeah. Why? Just you've had long hair. I've been there before, and he's held on to it for too long. Just get rid of it, mate. This is a discussion point in the locker room. Yeah. In the backs meetings. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Backs. Oh, just what would he do? I haven't seen him with short short hair ever. It used to have like the salad job where it was kind of you know right. short back and sides and bit of bit of gel whatnot. But so you've given it to Troy, who's on top of the. Uh, you seen him on top of the stadium? Yeah, playing yeah, the guitar yeah. up there. Playing. Uh, what song is it? Chili Peppers. I reckon that's. Yeah. Dun, 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 well, dun, I mean, dun, while dun, he's playing stop. that, you, you got you got. Have you got a little bite over there of Troy's that you can? Play us off the off the decks there, Charlie. Nothing cuter. Oh, I do actually. Yeah, yeah. yes, you do. He, he won't be able to hear this. Oh, okay. Give him a give him a headphone. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, just listen. To this. Give me a listen. All right, this is Troy's better work. You said it. We read it. So, so Troy, that's it. So Troy does Troy stings. Runs. Troy does stings for back chat. So our segments. Troy not only plays guitar on top of the stadium. But he does back oh, chats. Is Troy Navahan the actual man that plays it? Yeah, it is oh, correct. So Troy's oh, question. to you, Troy. Well done. Absolutely. Best hair in the biz. Correct. <laughs> now, um, on the hair topic, Liv underscore Floro has something to is say. Is Dave Mundy desperately clinging on to what's left of his hairline? Yes. <laughs> it's 37. I mean, yeah, that's fair. It's not the, you know. But he's, he's rocking long hair. It's a long hair. Loves it, yeah, loves it long. I think he's had it long for a while. Um, still, I guess it looks strong enough, doesn't it? Um, yeah, no, it looks it's not bad. It, yeah, correct. Um, now, last one. This is to do with footy trips. Kyle Sinclair underscore. Four current or ex-teammates you'd take on a footy trip? Leave the current out of it. I think ex, ex-teammates only. Four ex-teammates. Yep, footy trip. Tom Sheridan. Yep. No brainer. Yep. Um, ex-teammates. Joshy DeLuca. Great. Weapon. Great. Great fella as well. Zach Dawson get a look in? No? Zach Dawson, actually. Yeah, he should be top of the list. <laughs> well, I really love Dawson. I always had a lot of time for him. He had a lot of time for me growing up. So, Dawson. Um, and finally. Oh. Did Tate Pav? Pav doesn't get it. Never played with him. Ah. Not next teammate. Really? No mention. Pav retired in 2017. No, 20, when did Pav retire? Well, I can't have been 2017. 2016, yeah. I oh, see so you took Pav's spot on the list. 
You retired, Pav. <laughs> you, you took down Subiaco Oval. You retired, I did, Pav. I did take down Subiaco Oval. Um, last person, Stephen Hill, put him on. Good. Swampy. You've played with some good players along the way. Absolute guns. Yeah. Still, yeah. Looking back, there's yeah, there's plenty. Um, mate, that's that's it. That's that's done and dusted. Back chat, done and dusted. How good? Has it been fun? It's been great. We've got some merch for you. It's coming up. Look, Griffin Logue's not promoting this, but we've got some flag mantle gear that's on the way. Um, jumpers, crews, T-shirts. Is that something Fremantle currently listed players allowed to speak of or no entertain? Com- no, no comment. No well, comment. you've heard it here first. Griffin Logue supports and promotes <laughs> flag mantle here on Backchat. Uh, thank you very much to our supporters in Whippersnapper, Blue Bet, Shelter Brewing Co., Margaret River Roasting Company and Leadable Cameras. They bring you Backchat. You say that... Margaret River Roasting, they bring you your coffee beans and they're they very do. good. They do. Tish, great man. Shout out Margaret River Roasting. Always uh, getting me g up every morning. My man, have a listen to you with David Mundy Podcast on the show. Oh, old bull, young buck. Old there bull. you go. Get around Once it. you're done listening to Back Chat, here we go. Griffin Lowe, Will Scope, Dan Klons, bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.